No more rocket balls, please. You know what time the game starts? A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town. Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who act know what we're talking about. We the GM. We could recaps, debates, predictions, for more. Dan Scud, thanks for listening. Scud, panic button. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, but it has come to that. Yes, I'm doing jumping jacks on it. Um, <laughs> dude, we are so devoid of talent. On offense, I we look, am. We look inept, and it's not like one thing that needs to be fixed, dude. It's there's so much wrong with this team. So much wrong. Yeah, we, yeah I, we, I wish we, it was a one thing, but it's multiple. I mean, there's. No wide receivers. There's not one. Alan Lazard is a third wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. On yeah, a good he's team. not, a, not he, even close to a number one. He's number three, and he's our number one, and he's hurt. <laughs> he's not going to play this <laughs> week. Okay. Sammy Watkins is a number three. four. He's a three, four. He's a three, four. And I'd be willing to bet that he's not going to stay healthy the rest of the year. Good bet. Cobb is going to come back and he's going to play three games and he's going to get hurt again. Like, okay, here's the thing. We knew what we were getting, though, I feel like, out of Cobb and out of Watkins, right? Preseason, you're probably thinking, how many games are you going to get with Cobb? Ten? Well, and not even close to as much production as he's given us when he's played, too. Like, he's been playing way better than I thought he would so far. For sure. He has been. And, like, credit to him on that. But as far as games that you thought you would get out of him, like actual playing health-wise, you could probably pencil him in for 10 games, right? Yeah, and 10 games total, like his production so far over those 10 games. Like we've already like gotten what we thought we'd get out of him, and now he's hurt, and who knows? Yeah, but what I'm getting at is like he's not, he, he's not going to play all 16. No. Sammy Watkins is 17, Jesus. Sammy Watkins is not going to play all 17. Nope. He's going to play 8 to 10. <laughs> so then where are where are we getting snaps? You're literally then you're starting two rookie wide receivers as your one and two guess, and Alan Lazard your number 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean I guess we really overestimated we overestimated a lot of things. We overestimated Rodgers. We overestimated our wide receiver room. I don't think we over, over, overestimated Rodgers. He's not he's not playing well either. He has Granted, no one to throw the ball to. Agreed. Agreed. But he's the throw some of the throws he's missing some throws too. And he's he's in he's admitted it too. He's he's missed a couple throws. Maybe we've been spoiled with quarterback play that's been above and beyond for since we've been alive. And now we're kind of seeing somewhat mediocre quarterback play and we're freaking out. But yeah, you're right in that the whole offense as a whole is just so completely underwhelming. I I did not I did not expect this this year. I knew it wasn't going to be 40 points a game, you know, with 300 yards passing. You know, Rogers was not 
going to win MVP this year. But this is disgraceful. To me, the bigger surprise is that we don't have a run game. Like, we are really missing Lucas Patrick and Billy Turner. Way more than I thought we would have. We can't. Dude, our offensive line is so bad, too. Rodgers has no time. Yeah. And the receivers aren't getting open. It's a perfect storm to have a really shitty offense, and this is what we're getting. Correct. And I'm not – I mean, Elton moved back to guard. He looked fine. Um. I mean, I can run through real quick the top five, bottom five. Um, Elton was not on it. That's just a reason I remembered that. But the top before, five, yeah. Before go, go you ahead. do the top five, I want to say I want to give a thumbs up to Zach Tom. I'm not sure where he falls with PFF's data and all that stuff. I liked what I saw from Zach Tom. I don't know he, where he fell. He was number five. All right. So that's Boom. that's that's a good segue. He so top five offense number one was AJ Dillon. Two Aaron Jones, three Alan Lazard, four Aaron Rodgers, five Zach Tom. Um, all the scores were in the sixties. So I was going to say they couldn't have been really uh, good, anyways. Top five is is a misleading headline there. Um, top five defense: Deont- Devondre Campbell at ninety four point three had a great game. Razul really Douglas good. ninety point seven. Dean Lowry seventy nine point seven. Quay Walker seventy eight. Rudy Ford seventy seven point four. Um, bottom five offense was Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tanyan, Romeo Dobbs, Elton Jenkins, and Amari Rogers. Um, two of those scores were in the 30s. Sheesh. Bottom five defense was Ladarius Hamilton, Eric Stokes, Jair Alexander, Jaron Reed, and Kenny Clark. Uh, Jair, obviously, he got beat a few times by McLaurin. Oh, that 39 is going to haunt me for a little bit this year. What? The actual Frank was that. Okay, but say that pass is incomplete. They were at what at the 50, 50 yard line? Ish, yeah. We're gonna have to go ninety-eight yards in a minute fifty-five with zero timeouts in that offense. Not gonna happen. Didn't, wasn't it already twenty-one? Didn't we only need a field goal at that time? Okay. Yes, but still, we there's zero well, percent yeah. chance. <laughs> We didn't convert a single third down. Yeah, no, I <laughs> on Sunday. How? Not not a third down, not a fourth down. Every time we moved the ball was because of defensive penalties. It was. Seriously, that whole drive we scored a touchdown on late in the game, it was because there was three straight penalties. Every single first down was a defensive penalty. That's disgusting. That is disgusting, dude. I now, is what do you think Goody's thinking right now? Do you think he saw this coming? Do you think he's thinking, okay, it's not even worth going and getting anyone because we're not, we're not like going to get a wide receiver. Is that really going to make a difference? How much? You, yeah. How much is he willing to give up to go and get someone? That's that's kind of where. I was leaning, thinking about what our plan is. Like, yeah, ooh, wow, okay, we get a wide receiver. We still don't have time to throw the ball. We still refuse to run the ball. 
So teams are just going to play the same way. No one's going to be open. Now, you know, do we save some draft capital? And instead of trading some of that away for a wide receiver, just keep that because it right now it does not look like we're a good football team. So we might get a decently good first round pick. So I wouldn't, you know, there's the two schools of thought, you know, going and getting someone improving or grinding it out and perhaps maybe getting the high first round draft pick and not trading that way. And, and getting what though? What first round pick next year? is going to make an immediate difference on an Aaron Rodgers team. Yeah, because you got to figure this, like, if we're committing to next year's first-round pick, you're committing to the post-Rodgers era. Yeah. I, right? Offensive line and receiver? You're, you're going to go and get another receiver? Give Jordan Love some weapons, unlike we did with Rodgers, I guess. Yeah, like, right? Like, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Like it's like at, at some point you got to say, okay, we're going to suck post Rogers. Why don't we just go all out? We have, we've chosen not to do that. Last three seasons we've done that. Well, as, as I if it's, there's some long-term planning here. George, I mean, well, George how's that long-term planning in. got you right now? Yeah, no, I mean, it hasn't gotten us great. And, and right now, I think Jordan Love could step in and play quarterback, and we would have the similar record. So improving, like, I just don't know if a receiver's going to do it. I don't know if a receiver's going to be our Band-Aid fix-all. But that's that's my point, though, is if if we're saying we're afraid of trading for – if we're if we're afraid of giving up draft capital – that means we're somewhat confident that our prior draft capital was good. Well, you know what I'm saying like that's that's yeah. putting a lot of faith in our future picks when it's evident that our past picks have not done anything to help us in the present moment. Well, we, we haven't seen Christian Watson like basically at all. Dobbs has shown flashes. Our defense has so many picks on it and and big name players. The, and this, I know we're going back and forth. The defense is also, I just don't understand what's going on with the defense. Holding, holding Washington to 23 is not bad. I mean, we should win that game, but they shouldn't have scored 23 on us. Oh, man. I, it like, with how much, with how bad our offense is, that's, there's, there's no defense out there that's going to be able to play well with this type of offense on the other side of the football. No, you need the 85 Bears, basically, because Washington had the ball for 90% of the game, it felt like. It's feeling like that every single week, and maybe we're getting this, like you mentioned last week, that we've had a similar amount of plays than the other team. I think part of that's just because we're in catch-up mode um, every game because the defense has been on the field the entire time. It, it, it just doesn't seem like there's any way that we're helping out our defense. No, this week's this week's against the Commanders, the plays total, well, the Commanders had 72, the Green Bay Packers had 47. Yeah, like that's exactly what every single game to this point have felt like. Is more so like that number. Give the defense some credit for keeping it close. 
I think you give defense credit in a lot more of these games than we're giving them credit for. I, I think like, so too. Like, I think people have been way too tough on our defense. Like, obviously, like against the run game, we've been bad. Sure. Yeah. But as far as like giving up points and like our defense hasn't really lost us a game. It's won us. No. It won us the game against Tampa Bay. Won us the game against um, the Bears. Patriots was Patriots. Yeah, Patriots was close. They kept us in the game when it came down to it. Yeah, kept us in the game against the Vikings. Like, I don't even like the Giants game. Like, offense got to do better than that. Yeah, absolutely. The only kind of the only gripes we kind of like looking back. Definitely, they don't deserve as much crap as we've given them. The turnover battles, I mean, Rasul dropped, what, three interceptions against the Commanders on Sunday? That sucked. But yeah. it's kind of, just kind of like little things like that that I'm realizing that the defense is not playing as bad as I kind of thought it was. It's just that the offense might be that bad. It's that bad, dude. Because the, the, the defense is out there the, the entire time of the game. They haven't... Yeah no momentum whatsoever to work with. Like if your offense is scoring points now, think about the pressure that that puts on the other team's offense. Mm -hmm. And now you got to go against our defense as opposed to the flip side, the opposing team's offense knows that the Packers aren't going to score any points. They can play so much freer and looser and take more risks and have more big plays. And that doesn't do well for our defense. Like the and mentality there is such a big part of it. And they're tired. They're that tired. Yeah, they're, is a lot of on, plays. They're on the field the whole game. 72 plays is a lot of plays to be on the field playing defense. Yeah. And think about like the mentality on our own defense. Like they know that our offense is not going to score points. So how much yeah. pressure that puts on them that they have to get a stop here, that they have to get a stop here, that they have to get a stop here. Like, that is not conducive to a successful team. I like the idea like defense wins championships, but defense only wins championships if you had an offense who can put points on the board and at least yeah. put pressure on the other team's offense. Like other teams' offense are just playing loose, loosey goosey, because they know that 10 points wins them the game right now against our Packers offense. Yeah, when I mean, we scored 14 offensive points against the commanders. Yeah. And how many do we score against Tampa Bay? I mean, it's, yeah, it's not 14, good. right? Yeah. I think, yeah. We are averaging 17 points per game this year. That's, that doesn't even seem real. Like what kind of, like it doesn't even seem real. That's we are so averaging bad. 35 points per game the 2011 year. Oh my gosh. Like, dude. So, okay. Do you think. You know, if you were to be a bet man right now, Goody makes a move. Man, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, I'm so torn because I feel like, like, if Gooch sticks to his guns, they don't. But with all this outside pressure and like how we look every Sunday, it's like it, we look so bad that maybe it's like, okay, like we're going to need someone else other than Alan Lazard to carry us in the passing game because you're right. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a number three. 
he's not, number, he's not he's, a he's number, number one. three. Right. Like, and he's not a number two. He's a two because we had Devontae. Because Devontae was number one and two. All right. That's what I struggle with, though, is I, I'm trying to think, how close are we actually? If you were to put a Jerry Judy or a Brandon Cooks on a team right now, who are both you know, on the trade block, Chase Claypool even, those three guys are all number twos, right? Yeah. They'd be our number one. But say you were to put them on our team, and then you get Alan Lazard healthy, you get Christian Watson healthy, Dobbs figuring his shit out you know, by the end of the year, a healthy Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, and now that is your receiver group? And then things start to click in the pass game, and now teams don't have to play man coverage the whole game. Now they got to sink back in zone. Now you're actually doing things in the run game. It's all connected. Does it start with one guy? It could. So that's what I struggle with is like, is one guy going to make the difference? The answer could be yes. And it also yeah. could be no. And if it's no, you're giving up all this capital to make a move that doesn't even help your team. Yeah, I think we got to look at the offensive line too. I mean, you can have whatever receiver out there, but if Rodgers has one second to throw, it's not really going to help. So hopefully they figure out Bakhtiari stuff and that he was practicing only a couple days a week, getting some rest days, and then played a full game. And then for some reason, practiced a full week, and he woke up on Saturday and his knee wasn't good. So don't practice him a full week. So hopefully we can get him for the game. And then we can move Elton and plug in Zach at guard and Yash at right. Get our five, get our get our five solid offensive linemen down first. And then I think a guy on the outside could definitely help. Bring some juice to the locker room, provide a spark. We get hot. We go on a run, sneak in the playoffs, defense gets hot, go to Philadelphia, win a playoff game, you know, kind of smells smells familiar. A lot needs to happen there. <laughs> I love the optimism. <laughs> but you're right. Like, I, 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 I have confidence in the offensive line that they can figure it out. It's, I agree. We have a history of success in that film room. We have a history of success in that position group. I think they're going to figure it out. I have confidence there. We have the tools at running back. We have the tools at, at quarterback. Tight end, I mean, he's fine. You know, he's not yeah, explosive, I'm, I'm... but he showed he can at least catch the ball. He can get open. He's not going to yeah. do anything with it. He will not break a tackle. No, you know, <laughs> he won't. Um, which was that his big thing was the yards after the catch in 2020. He's not going to be yeah. that guy, but you, he's at least proven that he can catch the ball and he can be a reliable target. Yep. So maybe a Jerry Judy does make a difference. Yeah, I like what you said. We have the tools at O-line. We have the tools at quarterback. We have the tools at running back. We certainly do not look like we have the tools at wide receiver so far. So that, yeah. And, man, that's 40% of the players that you have on the field at any given time. And you since know. Rogers is going to throw the ball 35-plus every week, might as well. But he's had to. Because we've yes. been trailing, like you can't. I don't know, and because we, we can't, we can't run the ball. 
if we can't <sighs> run the ball, you're, you're going to throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I liked, man, that first drive, we gave Aaron Jones, what, four straight touches, five straight touches. We were running that sweep that got yards. And then that kind of like, I didn't see one of those sweet pitches in the second half. I may have missed it, but I didn't see that once. That seems to be really working for us, getting Aaron Jones in space. They got to yeah. take a real hard look at themselves internally, offensively. And I wouldn't – if we can get a healthy O-line, you know, if, if they come out and say, all right, you know, we're doing this with Bach, he'll play, he shows he can play. When is the trade deadline? I wouldn't be opposed to getting someone this year if we don't have to give up trade deadline. The trade deadline's Tuesday. November, November 1st. It, it, I mean, I think. Oh, man. Tough game is Sunday, but people, I think we see how we look Sunday. And, you know, you obviously better have some, some contingent plans in place right now. But um, if we look completely inept again, I think picking up the phone for a wide receiver would for sure at least give us some help, a little bit of a spark, because we don't have anything on the outside. It's so, so apparent. It's so apparent. There's just no talent. And maybe that's all we need, like, is just a spark. Like, even if it's not yeah. a big move, even not a, not a huge splash, but you at least bring in a different name, a different face into the – you know, into the locker room, maybe, you know, maybe that provides a spark. Because it's, I just wonder if Goody's waiting until this Sunday to be like, okay, if we get completely embarrassed, maybe it's not even worth it. You know, but if we hang in there and show that we can at least compete with a really good team and we're missing one piece here and one piece there. Then it's worth it. Then it's worth it. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. I've heard yeah, people no. call for Jordan Love. There's been some obnoxious claims on Twitter and social media about this Packers. Someone Ob- put out obnoxious. a mock draft already. I was oh like, what is God. a mock draft doing <laughs> in October? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, Packer fans are going to be Packer fans. Yeah. I don't know. I we got to win. What do we say? Ten games gets us in. Yeah, but the NFC like the NFC is not great. Like another not great performance this weekend. Well, it's just bizarre what's going on with Tampa Bay, the Rams, us. Um, did the Niners win this week? I think they lost. Don't quote me on that. I'm checking real quick. They're three and four. Yeah, they lost. The, yeah, they lost the Chiefs. Yeah, they're lost. They're three and four. I mean, the, the, the three predicted the four, top teams in the NFC are three and four. The four teams that made it to the four the four best teams last year are all three and four. Right? That's Tampa, crazy. Tampa Bay might even be. I think Tampa's three and four. The Rams are three and three. I think they had a bye. Okay. Tampa's three and four. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's some weird things happening in the NFC. I I just think there'd be no reason not to make a move. You know, I know. 
now if we were in the AFC, absolutely not. Do not make a move. We're we're Correct. just gonna go yeah. for a first round pick. Totally, I agree with that. But it's the NFC, and it's kind of gonna be like we kind of hinted at last week. It's gonna be one of those years where if a team can get hot late, it's wide open for them. A lot needs to happen. I mean, we're we're right now. We are nowhere near that team, and I don't think we become that team unless we make a move. So I, I just think it's a matter of if Goody thinks that we're a, a piece away or not. If if we don't make a move, we're not making the playoffs. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, our schedule does not get the second half of the schedule is a lot harder than the first, and we have a losing record for the first, so. A lot's gonna have to change. You're right. I mean, I'm right now. If we don't make a move, I think we go eight and nine. Sheesh. I mean, yeah. It's the way this team is playing, dude. And Bills, Cowboys, Titans, Eagles, Rams, Dolphins, Vikings. Those are all games that could. If we keep playing like this, we will lose. And what I worry about is this locker room is full of winners. That do not know the taste of losing. So exactly. like, all of a sudden you go three and five after Buffalo, you know, and then you got Detroit and who the hell knows, maybe you lose that game. And then you're three and six. You're, you're not going to win another damn game that year. Like those guys are going to check out. There's going to be some really bad things going on in the locker room. I think if we're not able to show that we're at least competitive. I think this Sunday's game is going to gonna kind of decide what path we go down this season. I think you're right. And if we look like a grown-up, grown-man football team, then we can play some football that Goot might, you know, send it, send it for a receiver. If we just lay down and get the shit beat out of us, then he's like, you know what? You guys stink. We're right. just going to stink this year. And what message is that say? Right. All those good players are now checked out. Yeah. No one's playing hard now. Now you're losing games that you could have won had you actually thought that you could have won. And yeah, it'll be it'll be a big test Sunday. I would be fine with us losing a close game. Well, obviously. Um, I don't we're not gonna win. But well, Do you have any predictions you know, score wise? Um, I I think the Packers cover. They Vegas has it at ten and a half. I thought it opened at, so I I think we cover the spread. We lost um, the Jets by seventeen. <laughs> I think we cover the spread. Um, I think we, I think it's twenty eight twenty. You think we lose? 2820. Uh, it's hard. I don't think I've ever picked a Packers loss. And I'm not going to this week. Scratch all that. We're going to upset <laughs> Buffalo. We're winning. Not yeah, we're going to upset chance. Buffalo in Sunday night fo- at Sunday night football. We're going to win. The road. Yep. We're going to win 23 20. Okay. Let me get this straight. We play the Giants, and we're up 10 at half, and we lose. Yep. Then we lose at home to the Jets by 17 points. Ugly game. 
and then we lose to the arguably the worst team in football. And then we're going to go into the best team in football's house on the Sunday night football and win 23-20. You're going to hold yeah, Josh Allen to 20 points. That doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't, but I love I, I love the prediction. And this it, NFL season doesn't make sense. Book it. That's we're winning. True. And we get some mo and we get a receiver and we start feeling it. Let's go. I I I would love to see that. I I'm not I'm not counting on it. I'm I'm thinking we lose. Oh man, I'd love to cover. 28 20 points what was the spread 10 and a half they had it at opening all right we lose 28 21 what the hell all right lose by a touchdown that would be such a that would be such a success in my point of view if we make it a game where we're it's a one possession game goody's making a call on monday for Jerry Judy, I think. Yeah, no, I like we said. I, I, if it's a if it's a football game, I think we make a move. Who now? Who would? Who do you want? What receiver do you want? Um, Brandon Cook's contract is too high. It's too steep for us. It's a two-year, thirty-six million dollar contract. We can't yeah. take that in. Judy's still on his rookie deal. We could afford. That's a- we could afford that, but we're going to have to give up a second probably for him. Because, um, I mean, like, the Broncos are – they need picks. They just traded, like, their wife and kids for Russell Wilson. And paid them every dollar they have. Paid them every dollar they have, and they gave up more than the Herschel Walker trade. So, <laughs> yeah, they're going to – they need they need picks. Um, they suck. So – Maybe we toss him a second and a fifth. And I bet you we could get Jerry Judy for that. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't do that, to be honest with you. Or uh, a second and Amari Rogers. I don't think they'd say yes to that. <laughs> He's He needs to not be on the football field. Correct. But he has to be on the football field because everyone else is hurt. Well, Zar's not even playing this week. Yeah, and we're going to win. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be unbelievable if we actually move the ball. That would be crazy. It's gonna be, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be crazy. All right. Well, I got us 20-21. I'm uh, 23-20 pack. Manifesting. Manifesting. I love that. I wish I had your courage. I really do. Um, Because if we get our asses kicked, I don't know what we're going to talk about the rest of the year. Season's over. We're going to do mock draft every week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What do we need? I think we need a wide receiver. (laughs) I think we need to improve the offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else you got? No, no, it was a weird, weird week, weird episode. We gotta, we gotta show something. We gotta show signs of life. Are we alive? If we do that, our GM might make a move, and the season could be totally different after after we win on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, 
It's a, it's a hard time to be a Packers fan. It's a hard time to have a Packers podcast. It's a, an eerie feeling yeah. going on out there in Packerland, and not a whole lot to talk about besides well, fear, optimism, and where the hell you lie in between there. But cool, man. We'll uh, all right. We'll see you. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week after our twenty-three twenty win.